Well, what part? Parsippany. Parsippany? Never should have left. Yeah, I got an Uncle Louie from Parsippany. Louie Fartini? Uh, Louie LaRusso. Louie LaRusso? Yeah. Welcome to the Karate Kid Minute, a podcast where we discuss the original 1984 classic, The Karate Kid, one creepy clown minute at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Matt. And joining us today from Crossroads Minute is James Anderson. Welcome to the show, James. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Thanks for coming on. And and it's great that you're here. You're like one of the first people that uh, that signed up to uh, record with us. Um, and I'm like looking at these minutes this week and I'm like, oh man, <laughs> gave him some boring minutes, <laughs> but. <laughs> oh no, I think, I disagree with you. We'll, 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 okay. we'll get into it, but I think these were, I think these were great. I think these were awesome. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> this, this is minute seven of the Karate Kid. It begins with Louis confusion and ends with a scary clown. Uh, <laughs> so. We start by picking up our conversation from Friday between Daniel and Lady with Dog. And um, I mentioned last week that this actress, Frances Bay, returns in part three and she has a name in that movie. I confirmed uh, th- this for this week that it actually is the same character. The, the name right. she got in part three is Mrs. Milo. And uh, so I guess we'll just call her Mrs. Milo. Does the dog show cool. up again? I don't I don't know. <laughs> Cause that's a hero dog. <laughs> that that dog got a a close up. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> did you yeah. did you go into last week what all she I I wrote I had a wrote, I wrote a note that this I I've seen this lady in lots of other things before. Um, I feel yeah. like, or maybe just this, but I feel like. Do you remember in in the nineties that the there was the rapping grandma in the in the wedding singer? Um, mm-hmm. I feel like she was sort of in a lot of nineties movies the same way i feel like this lady was in a lot of 80s movies i feel like there's always sort of like a we need a, a like an old lady yeah. call up what's her name what's her name I, call call francis get francis on the phone yeah we i mostly a, know her from a, david lynch stuff and what seinfeld yep oh okay well she yeah. was the grandma yeah. in happy gilmore so she wasn't rapping grandma <gasps> she yeah. wasn't but she you know, I wonder how much that Adam Sandler connection is where, is what my brain was trying to get. Yeah. That's very <laughs> yeah, interesting. That's the same movie, he like freaks out. <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> interesting. Uh, okay, cool. Wikipedia describes her as a, quote, negative old lady in her character description. <laughs> really? She's not that <laughs> bad. I, I, was, I was just thinking, like, I, I get, I mean, she calls the South Seas a dump. <laughs> so would you yeah. call that negative or just being truthful? Yeah. <laughs> Pragmatic old lady. Yeah. Yeah. Like negative is, I don't know. I mean, she says like, I wish I, you know, I wish I'd never left Parsippany, but like she misses her where she grew up. I get, I mean, I get that. I don't think that's negative. I think that's right. just yeah. nostalgic. Homesick old lady. Yeah. Would, would you guys live at the slack. South Seas? What? Would you guys live at the South Seas? Maybe if they fix the pool. <laughs> yeah. I Maybe. Maybe. Like, I, I would know. probably live there because, like, the Karate Kid was shot there, but if it had no connection right. to the Karate Kid. Uh, <laughs> if I knew ahead of time that I could befriend a martial arts master and become his <laughs> sole student, <laughs> then yes. What if you hear there's a I, the guy, but you're not really sure what the deal is, and you have to figure it out yourself? And <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I feel like this is a good this is a good place to to live while you're looking for maybe a better place to live. Like this is yeah. kind of a good like we need to get to California. Don't unpack the clown yet, but we are going to be here for a bit and then we're going to be somewhere else and that's going to be our permanent home. Like, right. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> the other note I had about her here is uh, she also kind of warns Daniel to go back to New Jersey. And I, I just kind of yeah. think about this fact and immediately start thinking of her as like a like a person that can see the future. Like, yeah. Don't. <laughs> you're going to run into some trouble here. Yeah. Or like the, the yeah. Or like this is actually a horror movie, and she's the stereotypical old, like old crazy yeah. person who warns them away. Yeah. You're all doomed, yeah. doomed. <laughs> I was thinking yeah. a little more like Madam yeah. Web to Daniel yeah. Peter Parker. Oh, she would have made a great Madam Web. You're right. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's really that's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's like she's like a Nostradamus. That's awesome. Yeah. I didn't rewatch part three, but I looked up. See, that's how I don't know about the dog. I looked up to see what she does in part three. And I guess she kind of shows up in the beginning when Daniel is coming back from Japan and is like, sorry, South Seas are sold and you're and everybody's got to move. <laughs> like, oh, <okay>. And then <laughs> she's also like, oh, geez, you gained a lot of weight over in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> <Not the noodles. laughs> it's exposition lady back again. Yeah. <laughs> So she says, I got a nose for my own. Hmm. Um, and uh, I just want to point out, you know, having a nose for something is a, is an idiom and it means being really intuitive, much like mm-hmm. Madame Webb might be. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Or a witch. Yeah, or a witch, yeah. Some sort of a, a soothsayer of some sort. Mm-hmm. The soothsayer of the South Seas. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Coming 2021. <laughs> You mentioned she's from Parsippany, and she says, I never should have left. And I looked up Parsippany, and, like, no wonder. It's one of the best places to live in New Jersey. Uh, <laughs> Money.com, it's the 26th best pe- place to live in the U.S. <laughs> Whoa. Which, wow. Uh, uh, mon- the highest scoring schools in New Jersey, low crime, great for families, and has about 30 parks in it. <laughs> wow. Whoa. Yeah. Parsippany, more like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's also the place where Jerry lost his shoes and in, in the Seinfeld episode, the mom and pop store. And he finds out they ended up at a garage sale in Parsippany. Huh. <laughs> also, here's the capper birthplace of Jane Krakowski. <laughs> oh, wow. Nice. This has been Parsippany. <laughs> uh, thanks for turning in this week. Uh, <laughs> Uh, all right, so uh, <clears throat> I love this whole exchange. Uh, the Louis Fonti, uh, no, Louis LaRusso. Louis LaRusso, don't know him. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like vaudeville a little bit. It felt like like it wouldn't be out of place in like a, a I Love Lucy or something. Like like oh, yeah. oh Louis Louis LaRusso, yeah. No, I don't know. Like it, it felt <laughs> it felt very like old school comedy to me. Yeah, it kind of gets yeah. your like oh she knows who I'm that's, talking about because we got a connection here and then nope yeah. <laughs> back to my crossword that's why the that's why the big hook came and got Daniel by the neck and pulled him off screen right right, <laughs> right. right. Oh, my God. wow <laughs> and no one had trained him how to defend against that so <laughs> no can defense <laughs> <laughs> that's funny uh, so yeah I did look up Karate Kid dog and it 
didn't bring up exactly this dog's breed or whether this dog's been in other movies or if it's going to be back in part three. Um, but it, it brought up the, the 2004 movie Karate Dog. Um, oh, right. So let me tell you about the Karate Dog. <laughs> uh, a talking dog named Chocho, voiced by Chevy Chase, uh, teamed up with a police detective to solve the murder of his owner, Chun- Chin Lee. Uh, and the bad guy is played by John Voight. Um, it's directed uh-huh. by Bob Clark, who is was the guy behind A Christmas Story, as well as Baby Geniuses. So we'll see which side of the pendulum that movie Karate Dog falls on. <laughs> um, but Matt, I will have to tell you, Chin Lee is played by Pat Morita in one of his final performances. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, bonus content? <laughs> was that his dog? Yeah, he plays he plays the, the dog's owner, who gets murdered, and then the, but, but, the and dog... Was that, is that... Do you think that dog was Pat Morita's dog? He's like, <laughs> hey, my dog's going to be on set. And it's going to get a close-up. <laughs> Pat Morita, you know, there's trivia, you know, further ahead in the movie where Pat Morita does bring a lot of his own stuff into the movie and, and becomes part of lore. Uh, so I, it would not surprise me where he's like, hey, yeah, yeah, I'll do Karate Kid Dog, but we're using my dog. <laughs> yeah. Arnold, <laughs> and I'm gonna do like one scene at the beginning where I get killed by John Boy. <laughs> right, right, yeah. <laughs> I told my dog that if it was in Karate Kid with me, that I would get it a starring role later, and I, I'm a man of my word. So here we are, Karate Dog. I'm trying. I'm struggling to remember what this dog in the movie looks like, but didn't it kind of look like Fraser's dog or Fraser's father's dog? It, yeah, it does look kind of scraggly. Um, I don't. I don't think it's as you know, it was it was more of a Benji sort of deal, like a shaggy yeah. dog meets Benji kind of like a like of some sort. Yeah. 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 Mm. It wasn't it wasn't like Eddie. Um, <laughs> it was bigger than Eddie, mm-hmm. the dog from Predator. Yeah. Right. Oh, I thought you meant the uh, Whoopi Goldberg movie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> how did do you have uh, data on how Karate Kid did compared to the Whoopi Goldberg film Eddie? No, anywhere in no, the dang it. All right, that's well. something that didn't come up in my research. <laughs> but I have a feeling it did better. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing in the rule book that say a dog can't star in a karate movie, so I guess that's just True. that's just so, yeah. we got to let it happen. I mean, I think we've talked enough about this, and I think that uh, <laughs> really justifies the karate dog bonus episode. So, uh, Matt, <laughs> oh god, I'm prepared. Uh, my next note is just how nice that Daniel's first thought is to get this dog some water, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I, I think that, that's, that's just showing his character, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. He, he also shows his character cause what's his friend's name, friend's name. I actually completely forgot about this friend's entire existence. I feel really <laughs> bad about it. What's his friend's name? I mean, Fairweather Freddy. Right. So, okay. Right. 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 He <laughs> betrays him later. Right. Yes. I okay. Anyways, wait, no, no. I'm sorry. Cut that. Spoilers. I apologize. That's um, fine. So no, what I, fine. I apologize. Um, everybody, everybody he, who's listening to this has seen this movie before. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, uh, I also I noted that like, uh, Freddie's like, ah, don't you know? She's crazy, and Daniel's like, she's yeah. fine. I think she's nice. I'm like, right. Atta boy, Daniel, stand up for her. That's a good. I that's know. a good job. He's such yeah. a good kid. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, like, right there is a hint that of Freddy showing his true colors. Like, 
Yeah, he'll be cool to you to your face, but he will stab you right in the back as soon as you. Yeah. And this old lady, he doesn't care about so much that he will literally just stand there and be like, "Yeah, she's crazy." With <laughs> right. <she's> hearing. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah. Maybe maybe so she has bad Freddy. hearing and he, and he knows that. Right. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. she did not. She didn't react. <laughs> but this is a great. Either that, or she doesn't care. She knows the future. Right. <laughs> <This> Freddy <laughs> right. is coming. Right. right. Something horrible we'll happened see. to Freddy. Uh, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I like that this is just, you know, we've seen Daniel as just like this annoyed teenager so far. But now, yeah, yeah. you know, he, he he's shows a little heart. You know, he's a little braggadocious with the karate talk, um, but just teenage boy stuff. But I like that yeah. his first thought is to get the dog some water. And, you know, he's not about to slam um Mrs. Milo behind, right next to her, even. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, she's crazy. Okay. Well, then, then let's leave. Yeah. Like you, you know, <laughs> like that's yeah. not. That's also not a reason to be like mean to her, or rude to her. Just like calm down, Freddie. Yeah. Let's just chill out a little bit. <laughs> you know, he doesn't want her to get. He doesn't want his new uh, karate sensei to get uh, to get distracted by this woman. You know, he wants he wants those karate lessons, and he's gonna he's gonna steal the, <laughs> the beach invite later. You know, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> I did like that. This is kind of like a nice parallel to Rocky. There are many. You know, like yeah, Rocky is such a friend to animals. You know, he loves animals. Right. And, and Daniel, right. of course, is just yeah. And yeah. uh, probably wouldn't be talking, you know, crap about, you know, a, a nice, nice old lady or, you know, a pragmatic old lady. Yeah. <laughs> and a miserable old lady. Exactly. <laughs> I, uh, uh, it took me a really long time to hear what Freddie was saying on the way up the stairs. He's like, you should come to our party tonight. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? Same here. It, it, did, did I get this right? He said sort of an adios to summer. Is that yep. what he yep. said? Okay, cool. Matt, did you yeah. did you get that line? Adios to summer. Yeah, sort of. Sort of an audio. The party's going to be sort of an adios to summer. Yeah. Uh, I did. It didn't stick out to me. No, why? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, just listen to these this minute, like line by line. I'm like, what? 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 What, what did he say? And I, I literally <laughs> yeah. had to look at the script. <laughs> it's, oh, you yeah, just I, mean did I understand I, it? No, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't yeah. strain that hard. <laughs> <laughs> I it, it felt, I heard him say adios, and I was like, wait a minute. And then the you know the puzzle cracked and it, it just fell apart from there. I cracked. I solved the crime. It was. I was wondering. I was like, you know, I, like tough I couple of minutes, audios. but I, I made it through. I heard adios, and then I was like, did he just like slip into you know Spanish or something? You know, he could have. You know, <laughs> yeah. California. You know. Yeah. Um, sure. But nah. Um, and yeah, beach party. Nothing bad's gonna happen there. <laughs> nope. 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 It's gonna be fine. <laughs> So yeah, Freddie helps him back up the stairs and hands off his bike, and I guess he just kind of leave, leaves his bike there. I mean, it's a gated community, so yeah, he, he gives him the most it. awkward not- of handshakes I have ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> like he's like, "All right, see ya." Uh, hey, see, hey, handshake. Hey, see ya. I was like, "Oh my god, he doesn't see your hand." Just wait, wait a second. Wait for him to turn around, then do the handshake. Oh, yeah. They could have they could have taken they could have done a second shot of that, but maybe that's how, what he's supposed yeah. to do. I don't know. Yeah, right. <laughs> he's so eager for those crowds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So is it yeah. a gated community? Because uh, it appeared all you had to do to get in was kick the door down. <laughs> well, I have a feeling like <laughs> Lucille unlocked the thing 
and maybe you know, she had a she had a code or something or i don't know uh, was it, it i guess it didn't seem like a security gate so maybe mm. it's not that secure mm-hmm. but it's a gated community in that, that it has a gate yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> of, of some sort <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh anything more on daniel freddy just like it technically Miles? has a pool <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly yeah <laughs> uh well, did i have anything else no. Before we go into apartment twenty, nope. All right. Well, we enter apartment twenty, and this is a soundstage. Um, it looks fact, like I, a pretty good apartment for a sound yeah. soundstage. I mean, it, yeah, but it's also like pretty shabby. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, <laughs> it, it, it was believable. I, I couldn't tell it was a soundstage. No. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, Abelson, John Abelson on the commentary was very like uh, like head in hands when they got like this is the only, and he said this is the only scene we we filmed on a soundstage. Everything else is filmed on location. Really? Huh? Yeah. Why did they do that? I don't know. For the I guess water, the actual the apartment wasn't wasn't uh, conducive to filming. I guess <laughs> it yeah. was very nice and it just didn't work for the story. Like it was a nice <laughs> apartment. Yeah. <laughs> Or oh, like, no, likely no, no, no. it would have been like, hey, we have to knock this wall down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. right. We need room for the cameras and all yeah. that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the, the groundskeeper could have been like, you're going to have, how, how many takes are you going to have of kicking our front fence in? <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't have one of our rooms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Lucille, the very first thing she says when Daniel comes in is, "Don't say anything about the pool." <laughs> <laughs> so James, uh, we've now yeah. had this is a hundred and two mentions of the pool because um, okay. you know Daniel said it was a hundred, and she says, "Well, how about a hundred and one?" And now we're in the apartment; it's now hundred and two. <laughs> and we figured out—I <laughs> figured out the math uh, last week, and. Uh, she mentioned the pool once every 25 minutes on the way there. She mentioned it 101 <laughs> times. So that's and awesome. it's just like, <laughs> like she's so hyped up about California and wanting to keep Daniel in a good mood. And then she walks in and just the pool, the, the pool, <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> like a garbage. <laughs> <That's> right. right. <laughs> a place where a pool could be uh, <laughs> with, with a little bit of work. <laughs> right, right. So, uh, so Lucille starts unpacking, and just a, I, I follow Paul <laughs> Shear on Twitter, and yeah. it was it was really funny because just a few weeks ago, he tweets out, "I'll read this. I love Karate Kid 1984, and I love that he says 1984 immediately." <laughs> but rewatching it, I have one question: Why is the first thing the mom unpacks when they move into their new place is a weird clown? It also seems to be prominently displayed. What's up with Daniel's mom and this clown? Is this an Annabelle situation? <laughs> <laughs> so, should we answer Mr. Shear's questions? Like, what's going on with this clown? Why is this the very first thing that comes out? Well, I mean, oh, it's absolutely. her companion. She lost absolutely. her husband, so... <laughs> <laughs> she needs she needs somebody's shoulder to cry on. I mean, okay. <laughs> this is a PG podcast, Matt, but are you implying that she's down to clown? <laughs> no, it's just an emo- emotional support clown. Oh, okay. Like a cry no, clown. Actually, yeah. when Lucille was 12, uh, she and her friends had to defeat an evil uh, clown doll. And 
the rule was that uh, the first thing that's displayed in any place they live is the clown doll or he'll come back. So it's really more of a protecting her son thing than anything else. He doesn't, he has only taken karate at the Y cannot defend against the, the clown. It's not, it's not going to be possible. So that was in the prequel. Um, the, the, oh, yeah. the seldom seen straight to video prequel, uh, um, the karate clown. They, they <laughs> clown did karate. Uh, I was wondering if maybe our podcast could be the first to name this cloud. I don't know if any other Karate Kid podcast out there. Cloud or clown? Clown. Sorry, I'm. Uh, <laughs> I could have sworn you said cloud. <laughs> I hadn't been drinking tonight. I swear. <laughs> Let's name the cloud first, and then. <laughs> um, what, what's a good name for this clown? It's yellow. It it's looking very smiley. It sits on the shelf. It's it's, you know, maybe this is an elf on the shelf situation too. You know. How about <laughs> yeah. how, how about Bezos after Jeff Bezos because he's a clown. <laughs> Bezos oh, okay. the clown. Okay, Bezos. See, I was thinking just jingles, but <laughs> <laughs> jingles, jingles. Mr. Dangles. Mr. Dangles. <laughs> he does have his little dangly feet there. He hangs from yep. the shelf. Shelfy. <laughs> I don't know. Shelfie. <laughs> but first, let me take a shelfie um, and put it up on the shelf because that's important. Yeah. Well, that's what you do if you take a picture with either an elf on the shelf or a clown on the shelf. Is it's called a shelf. Correct. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And if you keep yeah. the shelf, the, the 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 clown to yourself, you're you're acting shellfish. Right. And you also like shellfish. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. That's a lot of important things we're talking about here. Do you have a clown? <laughs> what? I, I think I think I think maybe like uh, Parsippany Paul or something like that. Uh, <laughs> something like the the location and then just a a, a normal name. Um, <laughs> Parsip. Oh, par, what about this? Parsippany Daniel, and she actually named Daniel after the clown. Oh, <laughs> okay. That was also one of the rules. It was sort of a Rumpelstiltskin situation, but uh, she got away with just naming her firstborn after the clown. Um, <laughs> rather than giving it up, so yeah, it, it's a, it's all, it's a rich tapestry. The 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 fantasy epic Karate Kid movies really got uh, into the the lore early and uh, then ignored it for the rest of them. It's it's a travesty. <laughs> a lot of the replies to the tweet were saying this is this clown either holds either the soul or the ashes of Daniel's dead father. Oh, that so, makes sense. Yeah, yeah, got pretty dark. <laughs> Uh, so Daniel's asking about the old lady and she says, doesn't, doesn't she remind you of aunt Tessie? And he says more like uncle Louie. And so I just want to name out. We know, now know three things about Louis LaRusso. He's from Parsippany. Uh, Lucille left red wine and Parmesan for him in the fridge. And he acts a lot like <laughs> this is Milo. <laughs> I think, no, don't you think, I, my take on that was Daniel is being like incredibly literal. Like <laughs> he has made no judgment about her, fa- like what family members she reminds him of. She now reminds him of Uncle Louie because they just literally seconds ago had a conversation about Uncle Louie. And so now Daniel's like, no, he, she reminds me of Uncle Louie because of that just now, you know, 30 <laughs> seconds ago. I, I think I, I, that's, that's my, that's my headcanon anyway, is that Daniel's like, I don't know. I guess I, I, I'd have to think about it, but right now she reminds me of Uncle Louie. 
What a weird like association thing. Like the very first <laughs> topic of conversation you have with somebody is what you're reminded of immediately when you're when you talk. To, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I I wouldn't blame you if that's true. I wouldn't blame you for uh, associating me with parsippany facts. Uh, <laughs> or clowns. Uh, positively, <laughs> positively with parsippany facts. Like everything else about Parsippany, positive, good. Yes, true. <laughs> um, there was a laundry basket um, behind, like uh, behind Lucille, like within sight. Yeah. And I just wanted to say that I never realized that my brain had a category and a picture for what '80s laundry basket looked like. But that is it. It's a yellow circular, like, it, like. I don't know if they changed them in 1990, but I was like, yep, that's a that's a 1984 laundry basket if I've ever seen one. And yeah. I, and other part of my brain was like, I didn't realize that I had opinions about laundry baskets and time periods. But here we are. Perfect, perfectly staged uh, 1984 uh, laundry basket. Are we sure this is a laundry basket? I mean, could it have been the clown cage? <laughs> don't let been. it could out. Have been. Till we get there, they could the, the Larusos could own a very large version of the game Mousetrap, and this could be just a part of it. We don't. Yes. Maybe the clown was there waiting, and Lucille trapped it. <laughs> yeah, we don't know. <laughs> uh, so anyway, the 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 whole Uncle Louie thing. Um, there is an omitted line. Maybe it's from an earlier version from the script, but I have the junior novelization of the Karate Kid, and Daniel goes on uh-huh. to say, "Remember that mangy dog of his? What was his name? Old Ben. He always stayed near Uncle Louie." And I just, I'm like, is, was the novelist like a Star Wars fan? <laughs> I don't know what you want to know. Could he possibly tell you talking about Old Ben? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so the dog, <laughs> the dog is not only, you know, and that's why he says, I'm going to go give it to go water uncle Louie or something like that in the next minute. But, um, yeah. yes. Oh, and the, the, the final thing I have here for this minute is, uh, uh, Lucille's it's eternal optimism. Um, and, uh, you know, is, is she, is she keeping it together for Daniel or does she really feel this way? Like she really have a positive feeling. Does she does she really think they're going to do good there? Mm. I think she, I think she believes it. Yeah, I do too. But she know but she I knows do he does too. Yeah, yeah. I think that Daniel gets his his that like what we just saw on the stairs with him defending the lady and whatever. I think that's straight from his mom. Like his mom has taught him to to you know not judge people right away. Be optimistic. Be positive about it. They're from Pars- they have family from Parsippany, so they're they're used to being positive about stuff, and um, and so she, I think, I think absolutely, she's she's definitely coming at this with a with an optimistic nature, maybe okay. maybe a little bit forceful optimism, like sort yeah. of like a it's fine sort of deal, but uh, yeah, <laughs> it's fine, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Well, I think we've reached the end of the minute, but we wanted to get into our Monday question, James, and that's for you. Yes. Uh, what's your Karate Kid story? When did you first uh, see the Karate Kid, or you know, any sort of memories of, of seeing it for the first time? Um, as far as I'm aware, I was born the year before Karate Kid came out. Um, but as far as I'm aware, Karate Kid has always existed. I don't have a memory of of seeing it for the first time. It's it's always been in my life. It's been, you know, a cultural touchstone among peers. It's been, a, a, you know, 
a frequently watched movie. Like I, I watched it when I was very, very young. Uh, and right. like, you know, when, you know, when you take, I took Taekwondo when I was, when I was young and, you know, you, you have to unlearn that the crane kick is not something we do in Taekwondo <laughs> and, and let's just what? chill out a little bit. And yeah. Um, and it, all, all, all the varying things that I'm sure that the internet is chock full of, and you'll get to in weeks and weeks from now about the crane kick. Um, you have to unlearn that. And, I, and I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, I was in like second grade or something when that was like a, you know, like that old classic karate kid. So I think, I, I, as far as I'm concerned, it has always existed. Um, mm -hmm. There was no, there, it, you know, in the beginning there was karate kid. That's, that's where I'm coming <laughs> from. So yeah. um, watching it on TV, I don't know if we had the, like the video or whatever. I feel like I just I, I've watched it on TV a bunch. Like right. I only recently got it on DVD, so I don't know. I don't know how. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just I've seen it enough on TV or whatever. But um, some programmer agrees with me, and I just happen to tune into that channel a lot. But like, <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. I love this. I loved you know the basically the same movie, but with Chuck Norris sidekicks. All of this whole <laughs> genre is, is was right up my alley. Um, yeah. Right. Right. Um... Yeah, I, I I think it was like yeah, eternally on HBO, like just constantly on HBO. Yeah, that could or, that could have been where that could have been where. Yeah. yeah, and it was like PG programming, so they they had that mm -hmm. on during the day all the time. So absolutely, absolutely, yeah, yeah. I wonder if it reminded my stepdad of Rocky enough that he was like, eh, the kid seems to like this. Let's put this on. I can I can get into sort of the the underdog fighting sort of deal. Right, and I don't know. I, I like it. Sort of feels like. I wasn't the in control of what I was watching so much as my parents were. And it's sort of like, okay, well, what did they find valuable about it? But I don't know. It, it It's just always been there. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's interesting. The comparison between uh, Rocky and the karate kid uh, spoilers for both coming up, but at the end of uh, <laughs> just for anybody who's like either a never seen Rocky <laughs> or B watching karate kid one minute at a time <laughs> for the first right. time. Um, <laughs> at the end of uh, Rocky, uh, he uh, loses, or it's a it's a draw, right? Right, right. I think right. he loses, doesn't he? He loses. Yeah, it's, yeah. He does. He doesn't get to take the belt. Yeah. He doesn't. I think. I think that it is. I don't know if this is retconning for Rocky Two, but I think that they call it a draw in Rocky Two, and so Rocky Two is literally Rocky One again. Uh, like <laughs> it's it's the same. <laughs> right. And then in Karate Kid, like he beats Johnny. He he becomes you know like from from out of nowhere he uh, he becomes the the you know all valley champion. Uh, so right. what do you prefer? Do you think the, the the underdog to actually just win overall, or to have learned a valuable lesson and and you know went all the way and that's all that counts? What do you prefer? Uh, I I think both. <laughs> I think you got to have both. You got to yeah. have both because you can't be like, hey, don't try. You're gonna lose. You, you'll have spent all that that time in on the streets of Philadelphia and in meat lockers for nothing. But you also don't want it to be like you painted all those fences because you're going to win. So it's all worth it. Cause like both are, both are, you gotta, you gotta have the balance of both. Mm. The yin and the yang of Rocky and the credit kid. Let me just start talking about Rocky and the South seeds. It's all opposites, <laughs> you know, yeah. just kind of made me think, what do you think, Matt? Would you rather, hit, would you rather, uh, Daniel being the cha Yale Valley champion or he, he, when all he you know went the distance and uh and that's all it counts that kind of thing mm. um <laughs> I, uh, I don't know uh 
<laughs> it's a tough one. I, I kind of yeah. like that he won just because of what comes later in Cobra Kai, where mm-hmm. his student mm-hmm. doesn't win. Mm. But, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I support well, that reasoning. I support that <laughs> reasoning 100%. Yeah, yeah, just because then, then <laughs> when you're watching Cobra Kai, you're like, oh, I, I assume he's going to win. That's, you know, that's how it usually goes. And then he mm-hmm. doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, me personally, uh, I think I just love to see a person. I'm like, it, I'm in a movie. I don't sure. You know, I want to I want to I want to be cheering at the end. I mean, you're cheering at the end of Rocky, too, uh, and Rocky, too. Uh, right. <laughs> I don't know. I, the cool thing about Rocky is you just have it both ways. You're like, yeah, 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 but yep. just watch the next one. <laughs> it's, right. It's, exactly. It's part two. Yeah. <laughs> it's the second part of the story. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Exactly. Uh, let's put this clown back on the shelf for another day. Uh, we'll be back on Wednesday to talk more Karate Kid. Uh, but it is Monday, and uh, we have to have our guest uh, plug all the different things that he's working on or has worked on. James? Sure. Um, hi. I uh, I have lots and lots of podcasts. Um, currently, the only podcast that, that that I'm currently recording is a follow-up boy podcast with my forever co-host, uh, Aaron, called Thanks for the Lyrics. It's also with our friend Tracy, too, because we, we do too many shows, just the two of us. So we, uh-huh. we wanted a third person, so it wasn't just like, and now they're talking about this. And Tracy is a big follow-up boy fan with, along with us, so it's been lots of fun. Um, we're going through each song from each album, uh, we take one line from each song and sort of talk about what it means, what it refers to, like what we think of it and all that stuff. Um, wow. We just wrapped up Crossroads Minute a couple weeks ago. Um, oh, okay. And that was fun. Uh, we are, uh, it was, that, that movie is wild. Like it's both <laughs> great, but I wonder if, I think it's great because I've like, and, you know, I've sat there and been like, nope, watch the minute again, watch the minute again. <laughs> like it, you know, and now I'm sorry, it's sort of like now just in my brain. Um, we should but, uh, we should definitely let our listeners and Matt know that you're the host of Crossroads right. Minute, the Britney Spears movie. The Britney, oh, the, Taylor, the Ralph right, Macchio. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I so thought we were doing have, some synergy I, here. <laughs> one one thing I like to do for when when we when we start um, when we start new shows is. Uh, IMDb has a, a hidden, for whatever reason, collaboration search that you have uh-huh. to like Google for. I have never found it on the IMDb, the IMDb page. Um, so I, I've Googled um, Newsies, which was our first minute. Newsies minute was our first one. Uh, and the Karate Kid, Crossroads, the 2002 movie, and Newsies, and, oh, and, and uh, Karate Kid. And our new show, which is coming out uh, sort of soonish, we're, we're, we're thinking of when we're going to start recording it. Um, uh, kids need to get out of school and whatever, but uh, uh, we're going to be doing "Can't Hardly Wait" minute Ooh. Um, for the 1998 uh, teen uh, romp "Can't Hardly Wait." Um, mm-hmm. So I, I wanted to, if it's okay with you, and you can cut this if this isn't good. I did, I, I did a collaboration search, which with collaboration search, collaboration, collaboration search for "Crazy uh, Kid" with each of those. Yeah, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, so Crossroads, the 2002 movie, doesn't have any credits in common with The Karate Kid. Um, what? I know you'll be surprised. I know you'll be surprised. Um, <laughs> Can't Hardly Wait and Karate Kid, uh, they share one credit, and I was so delighted uh, to be able to tell you this on, on your show. The Greens person, Craig B. Ayers Sr., 
the one in charge of like the plants on set and stuff, I guess, oh. uh, is the same in both Karate Kid and Can Hardly Wait. So there's some trivia for you. Wow. <laughs> um, I wonder if there's more challenges. <laughs> and the Newsies the had or the whatever's Can Hardly Wait. Right. I think all of it. I think plant you for plants you go to Craig. I think that I think wow. that's what they would have said on both of those movies. Um, but Newsies had four four credits in common. Uh, two of the kids at the dance that we'll get to. Uh, were um, one of them was named Stan Rodart, who was Ralph Macchio's stand-in in both Karate Kid two and three, and <laughs> also the 1986 movie Crossroads that Ralph Macchio was in. Um, <laughs> and then the other guy was uh, David LaBelle, who did who did stunts in Newsies. Um, and he was uh, sorry, Stan Rodart was Max Casella's stand-in in Newsies. Um, and then and then I'm so excited to tell you this: uh, the people that played the French horn and the oboe in Newsies and Karate Kid are the same. French horn was James Thatcher and oboe was Tom Boyd. Tom Boyd is apparently the Jimi Hendrix of oboe in movies. So (laughs) respect. Like it's like Tom Boyd rules oboe. The IMDb page could not be more clear about Tom Boyd's contributions to the oboe in movies. If you hear an oboe in a movie, it's probably Tom Boyd. So that's that's that. Yeah. I just want to uh, dedicate this podcast at least this episode of it, to Tom Boyd, because that is... I Absolutely. Mean, you know your oboes. Uh, hey, don't sleep on James Thatcher with his French horn. He is right there in it, too. So, True. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I wanted to bring... Those are, I guess, presents from, from my uh, my brain to yours. Um, oh, that's I great. Thought my, at the time, I thought they might be... Uh, they That they might be fun, and, and now that I'm saying them, I agree with myself. So, so good. So we're good. <laughs> It's it's all in the presentation. I mean, you know, <laughs> at first when you couldn't say collaboration, it was a rough start. Yeah. But man, I was sold by, yeah. the, by the end of it. Um, all good. It's all good. <laughs> so yeah, thank you I, yeah, so much, exactly. uh, yeah, James, uh, for for joining us. Yeah. And, uh, Absolutely. You, you want to come back uh, Wednesday for another Karate Kid minute? Yes, please. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, then until next time. I really think we're going to do good here. I got a very positive fit.